Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah Na'hamaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdi Allahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Amma ba'd قال الله سبحانه في كتابه الكريم بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في المكان الثاني يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم in today's khutbah, inshallah, I will talk about and reflect on part of the surah, Surah Al-Takwir, inshallah. About this surah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned, but this surah and two other surahs. He said, مَنْ صَرَّهُ أَيَنْدُرَ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ كَنَّهُ رَأْيُ الْعَيْنِ فَالْيَقْرَى Is a shamsi kuwirat, is a samaa in fitarat, why the samaa in shakkat? Meaning, Rasulullah said, whoever wishes to see the Yawm Al-Qiyamah with his eyes, talking about in this dunya, then he should recite Surah Al-Kubirat, Surah Al-Inshiqaq, and Infitar, Surah Al-Takwir, as the surah is mentioned. When we read the surah, before we go into some of the aspects of the surah, I'd like to remind that this is the surah that was revealed to Rasulullah in the very beginning of the da'wah. As prior to this surah, the other surah, other chapters of the Qur'an, whether they were partial or, the, or complete, revealed to Rasulullah were only Surah Al-Alaq, Surah Al-Muddathir, Muzammil, and uh, Surah, surah Al-Fatiha, Surah Al-Qalam, and Surah Al-Lahab. So this is number-wise, as Mufassirin has discussed, this is probably on number 7 surah that was revealed to Rasulullah I mean, they were very short surahs, they are Makki surahs. And uh, it kind of gives you an idea of the, which phase of the da'wah Rasulullah was in at that time. And inshallah, I'll try to relate it to today's life, because when we recite the Qur'an, the main purpose of that is, to see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us now. Of course, some of the things are uh, as is always, meaning talking about the iman, the aqidah, and uh, of course the ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to be as is as well, but we have to know in current reality that which rule have to be applied in the situation we are in. Now, when we look at those surahs, what we find in general the surahs are talking about 
ایمان عقیدہ جہنم نار ملائکہ یوم القیامہ دیس کا نفت انگزر منشن بات اسائز دیت the very same surahs even though they were in the beginning of the da'wah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is talking about the leaders of their time like Abu Jahl, Al-As bin Wa'il, Ahmad bin Shuraiq, Wahid bin Mughira, Abu Lahab besides Abu Lahab the other ones are not named by name directly in the Quran even though a hadith mentions it or the seerah books mentions which, which ayat were revealed for which specific leaders of the kuffar at that time and also gives the attributes and the characteristics of these personalities now besides that we don't see in those surahs that prior to surah taqweer that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about directly societal issues this is the first surah that you see allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is directly talking about the societal issue that existed among the Meccans. And that issue was, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as I will discuss in this surah also, is about the al-ma'udah. When we say al-ma'udah, this is the female child. And this is one of the sickness that existed in the days of Jahiliyyah. But there were some of them, they used to bury their daughters alive. But look the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about this important thing. See, societal issues discussed, the very first societal issue Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is discussing is about the ma'udah, the female child buried alive. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not talk about racism here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not talk about usury, riba here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not talk about many other sicknesses, tribalism, asabiya, nationalism that existed among the Makkans did not talk about. The first thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about is about the female child. Getting the rights of the female child. Not even talking about the grown-up female. Even a child female. And this is a disastrous thing to hear from the enemies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today to say that Muslims are the one who oppress their women. Or Islam is the one that oppresses the women. While 1400 years ago, Allah Azza wa Jal is raising this issue to an extent that we get surprised how Allah has mentioned in the surah. Surah Taqweer starts off like this, is the shamsu kuwirat. When the sun will be kuwirat, meaning that it will lose its light, its light and the heat, it will be covered. It will be wrapped around like the Mufassirin discussed, it is as if when you put the imama over your head, you wrap it around. The sun will be wrapped around it, it will lose its light and the heat. It's such, it's a, such a big event, so many, elements, so many planets, including the life on those planets, is dependent on the sun and the sun will be gone. Allah is talking about the day of judgment, that this is what's going to happen. The sun on which so much life is dependent on, the way Allah has created, that will be gone. And when the stars shall fall. Look at the event, the intensity Allah is developing in this surah. Before even getting to the point of ma'udah, the stars will be gone. The mountains will pass away, meaning that mountains will be, will, will be flattened. They will go away. Mountains are one of the biggest things that we see around us. That we can see with our naked eyes on the earth. 
She camel, 10 months, she camel. People, that would be neglected. What it means by that? Think of yourself in the era when you're talking about in the desert, in the Arabian Peninsula, Jazirat al-Arab. This is one of the most expensive thing that they had. To have a female camel, who's, which is 10 months pregnant. It is the, one of the most important things for them. They were dependent on that. Their lives were dependent on this kind of a stuff. Today we can think of whatever work we are involved in, whatever big houses that we live in, or the cars we drive in. These are the things. The people spend their whole life, unfortunately, sometimes to run after this wealth. That's what Allah is talking about when He's talking about that the 10 months pregnant she camel will be neglected. They will not care because the time will be so intense. The time will be so intense that people will not. Then talking about the pregnant she camel will be neglected. And then Allah and the wild beasts will be gathered together. What is he talking about? The wild beasts will be gathered. Talking about lions and the deers and whatsoever kind of animals which will not gather otherwise in the normal circumstances. Because the situation will be so intense that people would not care. Animals would not care. The one who would be praying the other animals during the normal days on the day of judgment. The time will be so intense that they will all gather. What is going on? Then Allah sujirat, And the sea shall become a blazing fire. This is an interesting idea that Allah is mentioning here. The sea itself, which is water. We know water is something that you use to extinguish the fire. But Allah is saying, no, 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 no. The sea itself will become the blazing fire. And this is the miracle from Allah Azza wa that if we know from now today from the science that what the water is made up of is hydrogen and oxygen. One itself is explosive, other one is a flammable. Those two elements which itself carries the attributes of being explosive or flammable, Allah put it together in a way they become the one that causes the fire to extinguish. So that water that carries this explosiveness and flammability on that day, Allah is saying that there will be in, that there will be blazing fire. And the nufus, meaning the souls will be gathered. Some of the Mufassirin discusses as if that the body and the soul will be gathered. But the correct one is the likes of the souls. Meaning whoever you love or you like in this dunya, you will be categorized with them. You will be standing with them. If you love, you like the sinners in this dunya, you will be with them. If you like and try to act like the Salihin, you will be with them. You love the Anbiya, Siddiqeen, Shahada, Salihin, you will be with them. So the ones who love, the ones who are implementing the kufr in this dunya, disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you will be with them, whoever is acting like that. Whatever thing it is. If people are in love with those celebrities in this dunya today, whether they are singers or the movie stars or, 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 or athletes or, or the politicians out there. The one probably people like to watch but they don't want to be with them. But some of us probably like to be, they like to be like them. 
Allah will gather us according to that category. Whoever we love in this dunya, whoever we want to be like in this dunya, Allah will categorize us with them on the day of judgment. So this is what we should remember. This is the day Allah Azzawajal is talking about. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, after mentioning all this intense kind of a situation, we will be in where Allah is talking about sun will be destroyed, sun will extinguish, stars will fall, and the mountains will be, will, will be flattened. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about when people would not care about their wealth, the most important things in their life. Even the animals and the beasts will gather to see what's going on. And then Allah subhanahu wa talks about the sea will be blazing fire. And after all mentioning all this, the gathering the categories of the people together, now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about a very important question he raises here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, When this ma'uda, the female child, she will be asked, for which sin were you killed? And that's what the kuffar of the Makkah, they were doing in the Jahiliyyah. They were burying their daughters alive. Some of the reports talk about that. When they used to have a woman pregnant, they used to take the woman, not all of them. They used to take the woman by a well. If it's a female, they will dump the female child right away. And if it's a male, they'll bring him home. Or the one who had some softness in the heart, they would raise the child for a while and then bury him alive later on. So that's the situation the woman was in the time of the Jahiliyyah before Rasulullah was sent to Mecca. And look at that time how Islam came and equates this issue of the female child being buried like that. It's equating to destruction of the sun of the star, of the mountains, and gathering even the beasts together, and on and on. That shows how intense this, this event is, and this question is how important that is to save the life of a female child. So Islam came and gave the rights to the women, defended the women, and saved the life of the women not what because so we can we can we can please the West because they are talking about today feminism or they're talking about female women rights. We're not talking about because of that. We understand it's not the issue of feminism, it's not the issue of women rights per se, what the man defines. Rather, it is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to us. Allah is the one who has given the rights to the men and to the women. And that's the only way. To provide justice to the men and the women alike. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about what is the suhufi nushirat. And when the written pages of the deeds of every person shall be laid down. See how, how, how big of an event it is. We can hide, we can do whatever we want in this dunya today. I can get up here, give the khutbah, and read the recite the ayat of the Quran. On that day, Allah will publish what we have done. That day, that the, the will be shown. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all from that day. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, And when the heaven shall be stripped off and taken away from its place, the skies are gone. Why then? 
And when the hellfire shall be kindled to fierce uh, ablaze. What it means by that? Look, Jahim, Jahannam, Annar, all these same things are names of the hellfire we know. It is already connected to the fire. And then Allah is talking about, no, no, not only that, that this Jahim will be surayrat. It will be kindled more powerful. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And when the paradise shall be brought near. Why Allah is talking about the Jahim and the Jannah like that? So the one who are losers, they will look at the Jannah and they will know what they have lost. And the one who are protected from the hellfire, they would know if what kind of a na'mah they have got in the Jannah so they can appreciate what they are getting also. Every person will know that he, what he has brought, good or bad. See, in these big events, Allah subhanahu wa enveloped the idea of the ma'uda, that why it is so important to take care of the women. And Islam actually is the one that came and gave the right to the women. Today, yes, we find some time in the Muslim lands that the rights of the women have been taken away, which Islam has given. I'm not talking about what the man-made made law says, because the man-made law says that giving the, free, the rights to the women means they have the right to take off their clothes in public, or to have illicit behavior in public, men or women. That's not what we're talking about. We are talking about the rights that Allah, the creator of the heavens and the earth gave. And look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has raised the level of the woman when it was buried alive at one point. At that time, Allah is talking about comparing it to the day of judgment. And from the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa we can find many hadith, just to name a few so we understand how Islam raised the level of the women. We know as a mother how much of a respect Islam has given to the mother. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was asked about who has given the right the most? Who has the most right over you? Rasulullah said, Ummah, your mother. Then he asked, then who? Again Rasulullah said, your mother. Third time again Rasulullah said, your mother. And the fourth time he said, your father. So the right of the mother is much, much higher than the father even. Not that it doesn't mean that do not give the rights to the father. But the importance of the mother is much, much higher now look at about another hadith the Prophet talks about burying the daughters alive. The Prophet said, the one who has a daughter born to him and he does not bury her alive and keeps her in this, does not keep her in disgrace, nor prefers his son over her, Allah will admit him in Jannah. A daughter can be a source of Jannah. The success, the ultimate success can be attained through the daughter. Another hadith says, the one who has three daughters born to him, and he's patient over them, and clothes them well according to his means, they will become a means of rescue of him from hellfire. Narrated by Bukhari, Ibn Majah, and different books. Another hadith says, Sahaba asks, Ya Rasulullah, what if we have two? Rasulullah even if you have two. And then the hadith says, what if you have one? And even for one to raise them well, taking care of them, and raise them well means, raise them according to Islam. That's what it means by that. They can become the source of Jannah for you. As another hadith says, the Muslim who has two daughters and he looks after them well, they will lead to paradise, to the Jannah. 
Another hadith talks about not only the, the daughters, even if you have sisters or daughters, that you take care of them well, raise them well, they can become the source of Jannah. This is how Islam raised the level of the women. Instead of becoming a ma'udah that was buried alive, a female child buried alive. So today what we see out there is unfortunately the time that we are living in, in this time what we see is in the name of the freedom of the women, they have been oppressed even in the Muslim lands. Yes, we see in the Muslim lands sometimes the rights have been taken away, but that's not because of Islam. That is because of lack of Islam. Because Islam is not in place where it's supposed to be. So today, Muslim lands have been ruled by man-made laws, and because of that, we see the oppression over the Muslim women as well. So Islam came and not only freed the Muslim women, but the non-Muslim women also from the slavery of the man and made them slave to the one that they really belong to be to, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all from the day that is mentioned in this the surah, surah taqweer, and make us one who will be successful on that day and our uh, our deeds are given in our right hand on the day of judgment, inshallah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com. 